Welcome back to Teeth Talk on News Radio 680 WPTF. Good afternoon to you. I am Jason Kong, and uh, we've got Dr. Charles Ashley Mann here, our expert on all things about healthy teeth because they are so important to great overall health. Dr. Mann, how are, how are you doing? Doing good. Doing great. St. Patrick's Day. Spring around the corner. Exactly. It's a it's a fun time of the year. We got lots of basketball going on. Basketball, well. March Madness. Yep. Oh yeah, plenty of fun. Well, let's let's get right into this, Doctor Man. Uh, yeah, last week we sort of teased the topic, but we're going to get into veneers and cosmetic dentistry. This is interesting. I want to know where we're going with this. Well, you know, a lot of people, you know, are interested in cosmetic dentistry, and uh, now that the economy is 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 back, uh, you know, I wouldn't say booming, but it's it's getting better. Um, more and more people are seeking out cosmetic dentistry. And cosmetic dentistry is basically just a way to change your smile um, without braces. You know, braces being one of the better ways that you can change teeth that are crooked. Um, The problem is, you know, if you have teeth that you don't like the shape of, you don't like the color of, they're chipped, they're breaking down, um, they're discolored, you can't use braces to get a, a beautiful smile. So one of the most common uh, things in cosmetic dentistry is something called porcelain veneers. And basically what a porcelain veneer is, it's a contact thin, almost thin as a contact lens, mm-hmm. uh, piece of porcelain that we bond over the teeth um, to help change the shape and the color and, and, and to make them look cosmetically beautiful. Okay. So uh, now how, how are those created? Do you, do you have to do an imprint for those? How does That's that work? That's a great question. You know, uh, Basically, porcelain veneers um, in our office, when someone comes in, they have an idea about what they want their smile to look like. Well, we have catalogs with different smiles, believe it or not. And so people can actually pick out their smile. There's Hollywood. There's softened. There's exotic. I mean, it's, it's just crazy how many different types they are. But we take an impression of their normal teeth. And uh, before they're, before we put veneers on them, and we actually send them to our laboratory, and they will actually wax up the teeth what they would look like with whatever example they pick that they want. So if they want Hollywood teeth, they'd wax them up in Hollywood. If they want it softened, they'd do softened. If they want it natural, they'd wax them up in natural. So that um, when they come back in, we can use that wax up to actually put them over their teeth to make sure that they like what, they, what they're seeing before uh-huh. they – move forward mm-hmm. with anything but um once uh, once we start the veneers um we we have to take a little bit of tooth structure off if there's bad tooth structure such as uh you know old fillings um you know if they're if they're chipped up we have to smooth them out we do have to make a thin margin around the gum line so that the porcelain can go to it then we take an impression but we 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 minimum take off as, as little um tooth structure as possible before we take the impression we take the impression, the mold, with a camera. Basically, it's um, it's no longer that goopy stuff that, you know, that sags into the back of your throat. We actually use a digital camera, and that is our impression. And then we send it to a lab, and then they, about three weeks later, they send the the uh, porcelain veneers back to us. We try those porcelain veneers in with uh, temporary cement to make sure that the patient likes them, and uh, then we then we put them in place permanently. That's pretty neat. Uh, the, the 3D camera, that sounds like it's pr- some pretty awesome technology. Now, you mentioned that this was an interesting concept that you know people can come to you and say, hey, I want my smile to look like this. Or do, do you have what, a book? Or yes, I have a book. That work? Yeah, we probably have about uh, 12 to 15 different types of smiles. Mm-hmm. And patients get to look. You know, Some people want 
the front teeth to be longer than the side teeth, and they want their canines to be pointed. Some want round. Some want all their teeth to be equal. So there's 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 different shapes and there's different lengths, and there's even uh, when we mention the softened, that means that the corners are nice nice and soft versus sharp. So there's a lot of different things um, that that need to be chosen, and it's pretty easy because we guide our patients. Um, you can usually tell by their facial structure what's going to work for them, and it's usually about four different ones that they that'll look best with their facial structure but a lot goes into it lips how high the smile line is um believe it or not if their gum uh, gums are different lengths that can cause uh the teeth to look longer versus shorter so a lot goes into it and that's why you know our me and my staff are trained specifically for that that's so. fascinating. I, I wouldn't even think that you know you'd have those guidelines where you could match things up like Absolutely. that. But it makes perfect sense that that technology exists or that uh, those offerings exist. Well, uh, what are the different types of veneers? Are I mean, are, are there more than one? Or how there is. Work? You know, we have uh, prepless veneers, which means we don't prep the teeth at all. Which I talked about earlier. We place a margin at the gum line. If you have a lot of spaces between your teeth, or you have very small teeth, then you don't have to have those preps because you have enough room for the porcelain and, and and we can make them paper thin and put them into place. So that's called the prepless veneers. Um, and then there's also uh, different types of porcelain. So there's the prep veneer, the prepless veneer. And then we use different types of porcelain depending on how hard someone bites. Um, if someone uh, bites really, really, really super hard, then we have to use a, a different type of porcelain called Emacs. Um, but – uh, there's also other other more cosmetic types. If someone wants veneers that are translucent, which means that light um, doesn't reflect off as much and they're not quite as white, um, then then there's a different type of porcelain for that. So um, there's a lot of choices, but most people when they come in have an idea. They they bring a picture with them how they want their teeth to look, mm-hmm. how they've always wanted their teeth to look. Uh, one of the biggest mistakes I think with veneers is is coloring. You know, uh, a lot of a lot of people when they come in, they have this idea that they want chiclet white teeth. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why we put those temporaries in place is because when we put those temporaries in place, we always go lighter than what the patient wants to show them. Hey, do you want them lighter, or do you really want them uh, different colors? And and that's the one thing, and we'll get into a little bit later on about the the coloring and changing the coloring of the teeth, which is important with veneers. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, we'll get to that in just a bit. want to remind everyone that if you have a question for Dr. Mann, you can call our uh, our question line for Dr. Mann at 919-588-3051. That's 919-588-3051. You could do that during the show or anytime during the day, uh, during the week if you've some question pops into your head or you've got a, uh, some, some sort of incident happens and you've got a question that you want to post to Dr. Mann, we'll answer it here on the show at 919-588-3051. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann. If you're interested in following up on veneers, you can give him a call in his office at 919-462-9338, 919-462-9338. Nine three three eight. This is Teeth Talk on News Radio six eighty WPTF. Welcome back to Teeth Talk on News Radio six eighty WPTF. Doctor Charles Ashley Mann here with me, Jason Kong, on this nice Sunday. And Doctor Mann, we were uh, we're talking all about veneers and cosmetic dentistry. And uh, let's let's get back to veneers. Do you have to have 
extra training to do something like this? Because it sounds like there's a, a whole lot of work involved and there's so many different options involved. Do you, you know, does, is this something simple or does this require a lot of extra work? It does. Uh, you definitely, um, or, or I have had extra training. Um, dental school, you know, really doesn't teach you uh, veneers and the cosmetic side of it. So I trained for an additional four years after dental school off and on um, during my time, um, free time uh, from, from regular practice at the Las Vegas Institute for Advanced Dentistry um, on how to actually prep the teeth, um, how to, to get the bite right, and um, all the different shapes, colors of teeth, um, the different bites. Believe it or not, everybody has a different bite. So, um, and like I said, the smile, how high the smile is, the color of someone's skin, how big their lips are, um, all those things go into making sure that the, the outcome is the most ideal and the best cosmetic outcome that, that you can give. And that's what Las Vegas Institute um, basically taught me over those those four years why I went for for extracurricular courses after dental school. Gotcha. And well, let's get back to the the color of the veneers real quick. Now, how do you decide the best color? I mean, I know patients mm-hmm. can say, "Hey, I I want these to be sparkling white," or "I want these to look a little bit more natural." You know, do you find that uh, matching? I don't know, skin tone or what, what is it that you look for? Well, to, that's a to great question. Yeah, color? because skin tone plays a big part. You know, the darker the skin tone. The lighter you go, the lighter they're going to look. Mm-hmm. So the more pale skin tones, um, you can go with a super white color, and it and it won't really show as much. So that's going to play a point, uh, part. I always tell people, you know, if you get a good tan and you get your veneers put on in the winter, they're going to look whiter in the summer ah, because okay. you know you have that tan mm-hmm. and the teeth look whiter. So, um, but. Uh, teeth in general have three to four, sometimes up to eight different shades. So one of the uh, biggest complaints that we hear with veneers is they look like chiclets, you know, if they're not done right. And the reason why they look like chiclets is someone went with one solid color or whoever made, whoever, whichever lab made them, went with one color. Your teeth do not have one color in the front, okay? They actually absorb some light at the what we call incisal edge or down at the chewing edge of it and that's where you want translucency okay and then you go a little bit lighter and as you go towards the gum line you get a little bit darker if you don't give multiple shades um within veneers um they're gonna look like chiclet chiclet so i can make a a a veneer look white but make it look natural because i'm doing it in three different white shades um, with translucency at the end, which is very important. There's some people that don't like a lot of translucency, and there's some people that do, um, and it all depends on the person. But uh, translucency, even if it's just a little bit, will, will help make them look even more natural. And that's where the chiclet uh, part comes in. They don't have any translucency. And what that is is all of the light is being reflected back to the eye, and that's what makes them look like like they're chiclets. When they're translucent, they actually absorb the light somewhat, and not all of it's being reflected back to make it look like a chiclet. <laughs> now, so. You mentioned that, and you mentioned that sort of perception. Is that more of a reflection on how far technology has advanced? Was the translucency not available? You know, it was. It's always been available. Okay. I think. It, I think it really determines about which lab you use. Okay. You know, we use a lab out of California, and um, they're they're specifically trained for cosmetic dentistry they don't really do a lot of anything else but cosmetics and so i think um 
when someone comes in, you want to give them the best. You have to use the best labs available in the ones that are trained primarily in a certain uh, procedure. So they don't do dentures, for instance, but they do veneers and they do crowns predominantly on the front teeth. So it's uh, um, there's a lot to go into it, just like color. There's also anatomy. If you think about it, our front teeth, if you, if you rub your uh, tongue over, over your teeth, you'll feel these light rolls in your front teeth. You know, they're not completely smooth. There's just a very subtle roll. You even have to put that in there for them to look natural or else the, the, the light will be reflected differently. So there's a lot that goes into it. Um, and like I said, some people have a different concept of what they want their teeth to look like, look like because most, uh, let's just say uh, someone that's elderly like myself, 47, 50 years old, um, they may have flat teeth that they've worn down and they don't want them too long. Um, so there's, there's different things in, in this uh, special lab that we use. Um, we take photos of the patient, their uh, front photo, side photo, um, the photo with all their teeth, um, uh, the, the smile. And this lab does a very good job of assimilating what they think the best look is like. This is yeah. really fascinating to me because, you know, when, Offhand, when you think of dentistry, you think of, you know, cleaning teeth and, you know, maybe filling cavities or getting crowns or something like that. But when you're talking about cosmetic dentistry, it's, it's almost really an, an art, you know, from what you're describing. It is. It, it definitely is an art, you know, and those labs that, uh, that, that create good work, good cosmetic work. I mean, they're artists. It's yeah. amazing um, just to go in there and watch them because, you know, they're made from porcelain and the porcelain is is not solid. You know, it's actually fired and then they either fire with different colors of porcelain or they even have to come back and put a little bit of stain in the porcelain to make them look a certain way. So um, it's a very, very unique technique. It's actually becoming a lost technique because a lot of you know, the trades in America are going away. This is one of the trades where a lot of the schools have, have, have started to close that teaches, uh, you know, um, dental laboratory uh, procedures. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a they don't have as many people working in that field as they used to. So. Man, that, that's also interesting. You would think that uh, that would be a, a, you know, something that a lot of people would like to have and that there would be a demand for it. But uh, who knows? Maybe it's becoming a lost art. It hopefully not. You know, I think it's uh, it's one of those where laboratories are starting to take up the responsibility of training, you know, the individual. And so um, but there's a lot of talented art artists in the cosmetic dentistry uh, laboratories that are that are making these veneers. And um, like I said, the, the color ranges and the shapes, even though they're very subtle, it's very important. Yeah, and we're going to get into – I've got a question for you about how long these veneers last, but we got to take a break. we got to get to that first. want to remind everyone, if you want to follow up with Dr. Mann and set an appointment, you can call him at 919-462-9338. That's 919-462-9338. This is Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, and I also want to let you know that this show and all of the past shows that we've done are available at WPTF.com. Just head over to the host section. And you'll see Dr. Mann, and you'll see the Teeth Talk show, and you can listen to all the past shows that we've done. A quick break and back. You're listening to Teeth Talk with Dr. Charles Ashley Mann on News Radio 680 WPTF. Welcome back to Teeth Talk on News Radio 680 WPTF. Jason Kong here with 
Dr. Charles Ashley Mann of Charles Ashley Mann Family Dentistry. want to remind you that he's got two great facilities, one in Cary, one in Garner. And uh, we've done a, a number of shows here, Dr. Mann, and this has been uh, very educational for me. You, uh, you're very informative and you're very knowledgeable about what you do. So uh, I look forward to coming in here every Sunday afternoon and, and speaking with you. And we're, today we're talking about veneers and cosmetic dentistry, and we've explored a lot about veneers. But uh, how long do they last? Is this a, a permanent thing or do you have to get maintenance every once in a while? How does that work? Well – it does depend on the individual. You know, just like your natural teeth, um, you can get decay around them. Um, and so and, so you and can't just set it and you forget can't, it? You can't just, you know, get veneers and say, I'm never going to the dentist again. Okay. And um, and you have to be really um, diligent about staying and keeping your teeth clean every six months at a dental office to keep the tartar off. Um, you can get periodontal disease because, remember, your teeth is underneath that veneer. You know, there's, there's very little tooth structure removed when you're when you're doing veneers. So you can get decay. You can get periodontal disease. Um, the tartar can build up around them. Um, the, the, one, the one thing that we see um, with veneers is if you grind your teeth, which we try to figure that out before we put veneers on, you can get – your gums can recede away from the margin. Um, usually it's not a major problem because we do ours, like I said, in different colors. So even if they recede a little bit, you, you really can't tell. But you can get some gum recession around them. Um, very seldom do they break. You know, I have uh, I have every, every now and then I'll have one break from someone, uh, usually trauma. Mm-hmm. You know, they hit their front teeth. But they're really, really strong. And um, the average person, and we've done probably I'd say at least five to 10,000 uh, different – placement different teeth you know with veneers and i would say less than one percent we end up having to replace because of a fracture which is high because you know your teeth can break too but veneers are actually a little bit harder than enamel um really yeah so uh the porcelain uh, can be harder than the enamel um, especially the emacs that we talked about for people who grind their teeth so um they are very very strong uh, do you have to replace them um it just all depends you know on the individual i have patients that have had them for 15 16 years they probably never have to uh, replace them but i have patients who um who are smokers and um you know who don't take care of their teeth and 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 they'll have to replace them that's for sure yeah and you touched on this briefly a little bit earlier but how how the heck do they stay on i mean you you mentioned just how strong they are yeah that's funny because yeah like you said you know if you take those little uh thin porcelain veneers and you dropped it it would break Mm mm-hmm and, and I mean, easily. It's like glass. Yeah. Um, once you bond them into place, which we use a resin bonded material, um, they're super strong, as strong or not stronger than your enamel. Um, so it's basically using your enamel, which is still left on your tooth, um, and we use the uh, cement or the resin cement, we call it. And we actually bond those into place and very, very few ever come off, if any. Um, every now and then someone will get, uh, you know, some salt taffy and, 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 and maybe pull a couple of them off, but that's usually about um, it. We never, we never have anybody, um, that has a problem and they have to go around without a veneer and, and be snaggle tooth and, <laughs> and, and feel embarrassed. But, uh, that is a good question because you, do, you wouldn't think that, you know, something that thin could stay on and you could chew on a daily bas- basis, eat corn on the cob, bite into apples, and they, you know, they would stay on. But it's a very, very strong bond and um, with minimal tooth structure uh, being removed, which is great. Your enamel is the hardest substance in your body, 
but it's also the best thing that a dentist can bond to. Hmm. So we want to try to keep as much of the enamel, as much of the tooth as we can, because we know that the bond is going to be stronger. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, that makes sense. Now, uh, is this is this covered by insurance? Uh, how does that work? That's t- that's the million-dollar question, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, most insurance companies do not cover anything cosmetic. Okay. Um, there are some insurance com- companies that will cover them, um, but uh, very, very few. Uh, so, so it really is more investing in your smile. If you're not happy with your smile, um, you know, you, you have to make that investment because insurance companies aren't covering it. However, we do have things in our office like care credit, which is uh, loans that are interest free for up to four year, four or five years. Um, so people that want to invest in, in getting their smile um, better, uh, they don't have to worry about paying you know, interest on a, on a four or five year loan. They can get expensive, but it depends on how many you want to do. You know, there are certain people that might have two to four teeth in the front that they don't like. And, um, that's going to be less expensive than someone that has to have 20 teeth done. Right. And, uh, you know, we've done full mouth makeovers where we've done every single tooth in the mouth. The more teeth you do, the more costly it is because the lab charges a fee on every tooth. And these artists that, that, you know, um, that are making these, uh, you know, they they do charge a premium. Yeah. Well, uh, but we've got a couple minutes here. Uh, tell me a little bit about the the, the change in self-esteem and confidence that oh, you see. Oh, it's unbelievable. Because, man, yeah. if, if you have a smile that you don't like, you're mm-hmm. aware about it all the time when, yeah. when you're out in public. Yeah, we've had people that come in that um, we would say smile, and they never show their teeth. Mm-hmm. So they had trained themselves to just pull their lip, corner their lips up right. without showing their teeth. Um they they never laughed or never carried on in the office. And once they got their veneers, they smiled. You could see their teeth. They started joking around. They felt more confident. Um, most of them will go out and get a hairstyle change. Um, some women will go and, and get Botox, which sometimes we recommend because it does help. You know, um, Some will even get collagen injections to get their lips fuller. Um, Dentists in other states can do that, but unfortunately in North Carolina, the North Carolina Dental Board doesn't allow us to place collagen or Botox um, for those purposes. But um, it, it really changes the whole whole appearance and um, I think makes people feel good about themselves um, that, that have been struggling with you know, tetracycline stains on the teeth that are dark stains, teeth that have been broken down. We've had even um, people who – you know, have have really destroyed their teeth from um, drug use with meth and and some other things that, you know, um, are just a whole different person now because they got their those teeth fixed. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I can just you know see that it must be such a huge burden off your shoulders to have something like that. Well, what they say is you know a smile is worth a million dollars. Why do they say that? Well, because it takes less uh, muscles to smile than it does to frown. That's right. Okay, and if you go in with a smile. Um, whether it's a job interview or when you're meeting other people, they're going to be more receptive to you. So, um, I, you know, in, in general, it, it could be worth more than a million bucks in this day and time. But, of course, you get a bargain when you come and get veneers because it's nowhere near a million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but right. but if, you're not, if you're not happy with your smile, it's definitely worth, 
exploring because it, it does change a person's life. Yeah, and if you're not happy with your smile and you want to get a hold of Dr. Mann, you can do that by giving him a call at 919-462-9338. And he's got two offices, one in Cary at 315 East Chatham Street and another in Garner off of Highway 70. And we're just about out of time, but we'll be back next week, Sunday at 430. And Dr. Mann, what will we be talking about then? We're going to be talking about those patients that are scared of the dentist. Oh, well, I like that. I like that. And folks can uh, get a hold of you online at SmileMan.com, right? SmileMan.com. And always remember, your day will go the way the corners of your mouth turn. I love that. Uh, Dr. Mann, we are uh, just about out of time here. I want to thank everyone for listening to Teeth Talk on News Radio 680 WPTF. We will be back next Sunday. And remember, you can catch a replay of this show online at WPTF. For Dr. Charles Ashley Mann, I'm Jason Kong, and this has been Teeth Talk on News Radio 680 WPTF. Have a great day.